I can't wait to put him in his little cage and make him cry. Record it. <laughs> Record it for the green. You know we will. And that uh, oop. Does your butt hurt at all from bowling? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> from bowling? No. Why does my butt hurt from bowling? Because you never work your butt muscles and you were like every time you go to throw the ball down the lane, you kind of squat. Yeah. And so those muscles were getting worked that they haven't been worked in years. Who'd have guessed? I know. My wrist hurt and my arm. Bowling is a good leg workout. And you and I were both sweating, but yeah, I, I don't feel anything today. My gluteus maximus is sore. It, it, it doesn't, like, it's not a poignant, poignant, <laughs> it's not a poignant uh, pain, but... There's definitely uh, some aches in there. And your thumb is still messed up from where it got injured on the hole, yeah. the, the bowling ball. The hole, the bowling ball hole was too tight, you know. I'm the only person in history to be injured from bowling. Why don't you start doing some squats with me at the gym? Yeah. And that oop. So we have a neighbor. We'll call her Debbie because her name is Debbie. And, uh... There was a bag of trash in front of her door. Not not directly in front, just uh, like if you if you walked out of her door, you wouldn't see it right in front of you, but just off to the side, like uh, in, next to a bush uh, by her walkway. And how did we know it was trash? The bag was clear, so you could see all the trash inside. Yeah. Well, so the bag, the size of the bag, it wasn't like a 30-gallon bag, uh, that uh, the, the kind that you rake leaves in, like a giant trash bag. Yeah. It was a grocery store bag. Yeah. Um, but it was clear, like you said, and you could see the contents. And what I saw was uh, like a, a, a plant pot and uh, a, a, a bottle of pills. A pill bottle. I don't know if there were pills in there. And just other uh, mm-hmm. assorted uh, nonsensical things. But when I first saw it, I thought, well, this might be trash, but it might be a care package that someone dropped off. <laughs> like yeah, a Walgreens uh, no contact shopping experience where they just leave it at the doubt. Um, and there it sat. For weeks, weeks, for nearly a month. Yeah. And for the longest time, because I text with Debbie. Do you have Debbie's number? No. Okay. Uh, I text with Debbie. Uh, I forget why, but we exchanged numbers. Just, hey, we're neighbors. And she's not uh, next door to us. She's directly across our little inlet. Yeah. What do you call it? Our asphalt, asphalt, asphalt <laughs> inlet. It's not technically a street. Sure. We face each other. Right. We face each other. Yeah, and it's not technically a street. Right. It's like a driveway. Yeah. And we exchanged numbers shortly after we moved in just because, hey, we're neighbors. Let's keep an eye out for each other. I'm not sure what exactly what or why. Um, but uh, so every day I would come home and I would see this bag of twash, as Luna Marie would put it, would pronounce it when she was six years old or three. That was before Lennox <laughs> was born, right? Yeah, she was two. She was two. Uh, and every every day I'd be like, oh, I got to text Debbie, but I never did. So finally, uh, a couple days ago, uh, before trash day, I texted Debbie. 
And I said, and I took a picture of it and I said, hey, this has been out. I lied. <laughs> because I, I don't, I will I don't owe her nothing. <laughs> but uh, I said, hey, this has been uh, next to your door, uh, next to your entryway for a couple of days. I'm not sure if it's trash or if it's a care package. Uh, but what, what do you want me to do with it? Because we'll, we'll throw it out. It was uh, our trash day. And uh, oop. And uh, what little we know about Debbie, uh, she's the founder of Wine Wednesday here at our condominium complex. Is that right, honey? Or a participant? <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the co-founding members. We're not sure. Uh, and her daughter, who lives with her, uh, when when the weather is good, and uh, you can go outside. It's not freezing outside, but during during the milder climate. Uh, months she will walk around with her bluetooth uh air pods earbuds whatever on the phone whining about her boyfriend back and forth in front of our house practically so loudly talking about all her relationship drama yeah and sometimes we like look at her and the kids and i kind of eavesdrop and yeah did you hear today what happened yeah we update each other with what's going on uh, and we've we've heard her slash seen her come home from the discotheque, uh, <laughs> maybe after having a few cocktails. Uh, and well, we we've all been there, huh? You come home and you act a fool. It's hard to sure. find the keys, or <laughs> it's hard to find the door. <laughs> it's <laughs> making it into your domicile is uh, difficult for some, and we've all been there. Uh, but, uh, so Debbie had this trash bag of trash, uh, for three weeks, uh, which begs the question, she hasn't been home in three weeks and it, right today it's almost a month. Where, where, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Where does she go? Why does she go for so long? I can see her daughter being home and just ignoring the trash and just walking by it oh, yeah. and being like, that's not my problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but we haven't even seen her. I don't think I've seen her. For a while. So, yeah. Well, well, I I imagine Debbie, co-founder of Wine Wednesday, uh, is in Reno, uh, partying it up. Yeah. Excellent theory is that her and her daughter are staying at the... What word we say? Casino Golden GSR. GSR. Uh, Grand Sierra Resort. They're at the Grand Sierra Resort. Yeah. They're clubbing. Yeah. They're whining and dining. Yeah. Letting men buy them drinks. Uh, giving these men company, would you say, honey? Perhaps. <laughs> uh, well, so, so she doesn't have a job. And I wouldn't say she, she's in her 50s. So is she retired? She might be older. Hmm. Late 50s, early 60s. So she might be retired. Uh, she might be. Because if you, if, if you ain't at your home for a month, you you have income somehow or you somehow can pay the mortgage. I don't think she, if she works, I don't think it's a traditional job. Hmm. Because during that time when I was working from home, I always saw her outside during the day. And mm-hmm. she was always wearing like workout clothes. Oh, just yeah. Just kind of walking around, talking on the phone. Yeah. Looking at the plants. Yeah. So uh, maybe she has some sort of employment, but it's not like a traditional 
schedule. Maybe she has a sugar daddy <laughs> in Reno. And he's paying for all this nonsense. So uh, I text Debbie a picture. First of all, she's the kind of person who likes uh, oh. a text. Because uh, we uh, texted about something. And uh, uh, I said, okay, from now on I shall. Because we're, we're like, oh, we got to keep an eye on each other. Because she, she had her package stolen. Oh, yeah. That's that was right. That was another time. She was gone for a week or something. Yeah. A week plus. Um, but she's like, oh, we we said, let's keep an eye out for each other and noti- just notify each other quicker. We never have a problem, but she's gone. <laughs> Slutting it up in Reno. Just kidding. Um, so I said, she says, oh, just be on the lookout and let me know quicker, faster. And I said, okay, yes, from now on I shall. And then I see on the text, liked, okay. Yes, from now on I shall. Uh, that happens. I say that too. Is that an Apple product thing? I feel like people with iPhones have that feature that they do. Yeah. But us Android users, we're not about that liking text messages. Because it's dumb. <laughs> liking liking my message is meaningless. It's not a response. <laughs> say, give me a thumbs up emoji. Give me a K. Give me a sounds good. Yeah. Liked, quote, okay, yes, from now on I shall, end quote. Okay, so you agreed, Debbie. So you agreed. Just say I agree, or yeah, that, or that type sounds... out. I like your response. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, I like, and then quote me again. Just copy and paste. Ever hear of it? Control C, Control V. Hmm. So, uh, I take a picture of the bag of twash. Uh, and I say, this has been by your door for a few days. Were you expecting a care package? I wrote car package. <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she misunderstood. <laughs> well, there might have been a spark plug in there. Uh, were you expecting a car package or anything? Or is it trash? Okay. First of all, timestamp. That was Thursday at 5.08 p.m. Friday at 9.08 a.m. Like, what? Again... Is she in Reno? If she's in Reno. She was already out at the club by that point. Yeah. Her night had begun and then she she didn't come to until 9 a.m. the next morning. Jeez. So. Well, because I, w- I wanted to take care of it that night. Our trash day is yeah. Friday. Friday morning, the trash comes. Yeah. So I wanted a response. So if it's trash, we could throw it in the trash and never see or hear from it again. Uh, so... 12, 16 hours later, 16, literally 16 hours from 5.08 p.m. to 9.08 a.m. 16 hours. What is she doing for 16 hours? Uh, well, you know, being, I know. Being, a, being a sugar daddy or sugar mama or being a sugar daughter. I end <laughs> escort. I don't know. It, it's, it's time consuming, honey. Uh, Friday, 9.08 a.m. Response. Oh, shoot. Exclamation point. My son-in-law was supposed. There, there, there's no D on that. Was okay. supposed. Okay, Mister Car Package. That hurt, honey. That hurt. Why do you have to throw it in my face like that? Uh, my son-in-law was supposed to put that in his garbage! Exclamation point. Okay. So, she was aware of this trash. Yeah. 
the son-in-law lives here or nearby and he came by saw this trash did he do the same thing as me like take a picture of the trash and say what's up with this uh mom-in-law and then she responds oh yeah throw that in the trash throw that in your trash was supposed to put that in his garbage <laughs> like well, what if he lives uh in, in rancho cordova he's supposed to put it in his car bag of trash and drive it to rancho cordova and put it in his garbage yeah what what's going so son-in-law means her daughter is married to yes this guy yeah but it's not so she has two daughters we think she has two daughters yeah we've seen them fighting and yelling at, at each other outside of debbie's place on a couple of occasions yeah the one that lives with her she might have a man hmm there's a guy there sometimes yeah 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 and he leaves his shoes out he leaves his shoes outside on the porch <laughs> and we're always like oh he's not a keeper because uh because uh if he, if he was uh if she was serious about that guy she would uh let him put his new balances <laughs> in uh in the entryway in in the uh what do they call it the shape romper room the, the entryway the, the wet room uh my son-in-law was supposed to put that in his garbage, exclamation point. So many questions. So has he just not been by? Did, did he forget about I don't, I don't know. Maybe, now, yeah. Maybe we should befriend Debbie We've, and ask her all these questions. <laughs> have her on the pod. Yeah. Booker. Booker is a guest. Um, uh, you've seen or heard her daughter's... Yes. arguing yes like is is it another you come home from the disco and uh uh no i don't know what do you remember anything specific it, they was weren't it? dressed up fancy like they'd been out or okay. anything they're just wearing regular clothes what time of day or night was it early evening okay dusk mm. and they were yelling at each other Ooh. and debbie was like trying to intervene oh. and mediate and Lennox and I were peek we we're on the ground like oh. peeking above the windowsill yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to spy and listen. Yeah yeah like two little Frankies. <laughs> it's really exciting. <laughs> oh. Um the girls were just they're girls. They're like my age or t- late twenties maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm late thirties now. You are? Oh yeah. But so they're they're adults though. Yeah. And they were totally yelling at each other oh, and that's good stuff. I thought it was gonna get physical at one point. Yeah. Some hair pulling might have happened. Well, when the husband, when one daughter's husband doesn't pick up the trash for three and a half weeks, it was exciting. Fisticuffs can ensue. A melee, a brouhaha. Uh, but you don't remember anything specific, a specific insult like "you whore of a sister" or no. anything like that. No. It was. It's a lot of high pitched yelling. It was hard to make out specific words. Hmm. Uh. So she responded Friday at 9 a.m. That's about when trash comes by. Yeah. Yeah. So it close there, Debbie. I got that text and then I texted you because I was at work and you were working from home. And I said, oh, uh, throw that bag in the trash. Debbie says just to get rid of it because I'm better than her son-in-law. <laughs> Maybe I should be her son-in-law. Maybe you should be her third daughter, honey. And I'll be the trusty son-in-law who uh, throws away trash in less than a month. Uh, so I texted you. I said, can you get rid of that bag of trash? Uh, and then you picked it up. Did you pick it up? Did you put on gloves? Or? No. Okay. I picked it up barehanded. Yeah. And it Raw was... Raw dogging it? Yeah. <laughs> it was 
disgusting. What was disgusting about it? A lot of um, what it looked like was some like drink cartons, like juice cartons. Okay. Yeah, I saw. I remember seeing that. And there's so there's a lot of liquids. Yeah, and it's been raining. There is a giant, and I mean giant clump of wet hair, e- wet human hair. Wet. It was so gross. How did, oh. It was just. See and. Uh, well, I, I want to know the origin of this bag of trash. Like, did because there are a few homeless here and there uh, in our area. Um, did someone just dump it there? Uh, I, no. I, I, I wonder how it got there. Like, it had to have been somebody in that home. Oh, because a homeless person wouldn't have walked by and tossed it so near someone's front door. Hmm. If anything, they'd dump it on the sidewalk or like the walkway. Not hmm. right in front of someone's door. Maybe this homeless person has uh, has courtesy. He doesn't. He wants uh, the the trash to be out of view, as it were. Hmm. So you think? Why would someone throw a bag of trash? And it was small enough that it easily could have fit in a normal kitchen trash. Yeah, yeah. It was a tiny bag. Yeah. Why was it there? Maybe. Why? Uh, son-in-law uh, came by. And wanted to throw it out, but it wasn't trash day, so he just discarded it to the side. Uh, so many questions. But it was gross. You picked it up. It was gross. Did you wash your hands immediately after, lover? Did you? Of course. Did you? T- did you take a hot shower? <laughs> I thoroughly washed my hands. Okay. Scrubbed them. Okay. Good. Well, we still haven't seen Debbie nor no. daughter. No. Nor son-in-law. No uh, shoes have been on the front porch lately. Yeah. But uh, I commend you for being brave, honey. Because I, I didn't want to touch it. That's why I left it there for so long. <laughs> I was like, what the heck's going on here? I didn't really want to touch it. Well, I didn't anticipate how gross it was going to be until it was in my hand uh, when I was looking at it. Yeah. But I was happy to get rid of it. I'm, it's been an eyesore. Yeah. So I'm really glad it's finally gone. Yeah. And I think we're great neighbors. You're helping the community. You're beautifying. You're like uh, the people who go pick up <laughs> trash on Folsom Boulevard from all the uh, those currently temporarily, through no fault of their own, experiencing homelessness. And that oop. Okay. So we bought a rice cooker. And why did we buy a rice cooker? Well, it's part of the uh, never-ending quest to make our children happy so uh what does rice mean to you in your life honey it's good (laughs) i like it when we began our tour love affair honey a few years ago uh you bought the little bags of rice that you can throw in the microwave um and they're they're not expensive they're like a buck a buck and a half or whatever uh depending on what brand what quality uh and then I was like, after uh, we got married, and you made me an honest woman. And that oop. So those bags of microwave rice, they're not expensive. Uh, but there isn't a lot of rice there. And it, it does add up. And the other thing is that cooking rice is super cheap. Like, you get giant bags of it for a couple bucks. And uh, it's... 
it's it's just a lot economical. It's definitely more cost effective to cook a batch from a big bag. Yeah. Uh, and after we got married, I said, you're married to an Asian man now, honey. Half Asian, half Vietnamese. Uh, but I would like you to cook rice. And and you uh, you took it on <laughs> as a challenge. Uh, and you started with like the boil in a bag, right? Yeah. Boil in a bag. What a terrible invention. Yeah. But yeah, that one's pretty easy. And then I moved on. After the boil in the bag, I did it a few times. I moved on to trying to do the instant rice where you just boil water. Yeah. And then you pour the rice in, yeah. stir it, and let it cover it and let it sit for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was fine. Yeah. The kids don't think it's fine, though. Well, <clears throat> uh, like, they were fine with it. Um, and first of all, like, we don't eat a lot of rice during the week. We, no. we keep it low carb. Uh, call it, we're big on collie rice during the week. Um, no carbs before marbs, as they say in the oldie ways, Essex. Uh, but for the most part, the kids eat the rice. And they went along fine with it. Uh, no real complaints until we started going to uh, local sushi restaurants. Yeah. We, we so we for whatever reason we've been frequent well because Luna, Luna constantly asks for sushi but we've been fre- frequenting uh, Suki Sushi and Raku uh, Sushi and Luna gets you, Luna and you get, uh, get rolls but then Lennox gets uh, teriyaki chicken on rice. Yes. And their ri- their rice just like any Chinese restaurant or any restaurant in general. The rice is, it's, it's different. It's, it's better. It's way better. Yeah. And so after uh, we expose uh, the Lenok, as we call him, <laughs> darling son, Lennox Albert, to Suki rice and Raku uh, rice, uh, he became unhappy <laughs> with your, your rice, your home rice, your home brewed rice. He has new standards yeah. now. He's been ex- he's been exposed to the greater world of rice. Yes, and mom's at home generic boil in a pan just isn't cutting it. Yeah, or or microwave bag rice. Uh, I remember specifically he took a bite of uh, whatever rice you made a week or two ago, and he looked at you with his puppy dog eyes and his frowny face, and he said, "It's not Suki rice." Something to that effect. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I was like, all right, we're going to step up our game. We're going to buy a rice cooker. Now, a new appliance is a big deal because we don't have a ton of space in our kitchen. We have a nice kitchen, but there's not a ton of cabinet space. There's not a ton of counter space. Uh, so we have to think economically. Uh, we have to be smart. Uh, we bought a waffle. We bought a waffle cooker several months ago that we still haven't used. It sits up in our, one of these days. We're gonna bust that thing out in the upper tiers of our cabinets. Uh, so, uh, what what rice means to me in my life, honey? I grew up with a Vietnamese woman, my mom, Tian, Grandma Tian, as she's known now. Uh, but we had a six cup rice cooker growing up, and I don't remember the brand specifically, but it was. I remember being either Aroma brand or Oster. Um, but we, we always had rice going on. My mom was always cooking rice. There was always rice if we wanted it. Uh, 
and then uh, that was a six cup. But then my friend Janelle Pentecostas, who I went to high school with, uh, his parents had the 12 cup rice cooker. And that thing was like the size of a truck. And it would sit on, they had a small kitchen, small kitchen island. And this rice cooker would take up like a third of the kitchen island. <laughs> but uh, they, they meant business because they all, uh, he had a family of five. Uh, they, they were all eating rice all the time, 24 seven, uh, rice with every meal. Um, and I remember specifically also about his house. Uh, they had a giant bag of rice, like a 20 pound bag of rice. And it was so big that they just leaned it up against their, uh, kitchen cabinets on the floor. It would, it would sit on the floor, leaned up against the, the kitchen, kitchen counter, uh, on against the cabinets. Uh, because they were always getting rice and it wouldn't fit in the, your normal. They were always accessing it, so it'd be a pain in the butt to constantly go into a cabinet, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Janelle Pentecost's parents. And then uh, another thing I think about is that my stepdad, Curtis, uh, Grandpa Curtis, as he's now known, he likes rice. He eats a lot of rice. Uh, and he puts ranch dressing on his rice oh wow <laughs> yeah well no no one first of all kurt likes ranch on everything like <laughs> nearly every, that boy and ranch dressing it's uh the, the the they they're they're good friends um he puts ranch on nearly everything and i, I mean i like ranch don't get me wrong i like ranch but <laughs> when you see him and he he doesn't he doesn't measure it he doesn't uh try to get a single put it in this put it in a, a like a measuring spoon kind of kind of uh he doesn't put his finger at the end of the hole to, to dole it out well like uh like when you're uh shaking a olive oil or vinegar yeah <laughs> he, he just pours it on anyways the man likes rice uh yeah so i, I was always like that looks I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, another thing about a fun fact about rice is that Chinese restaurants, uh, for their fried rice, they use day old rice oh. because it's just a, a more consistent, better consistency for uh, for frying up rice. Is that and, because it gets a little bit stale? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. So uh, it makes it easier to cook and it's it's more uh, appealing eating it in my opinion uh yeah they, they don't use the fresh rice okay uh, we bought a rice cooker three cup um so it's a small rice cooker because like like i said low carb uh for us and this is strictly for the kids um mostly for the kids yeah monday to friday so three cups yeah we'll use it occasionally on the weekends yeah yeah uh and uh the for the brand Went on Amazon. So I bought three rice cookers. I canceled two of them. So here's how it went. Uh, I had a couple in in uh, my cart. And we went through them, me and you, on my laptop. Uh, and we went with the brand Imusa. I'm USA. I am USA. That's the brand. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, there's a ton of uh, imitation knockoff third world Everything on Amazon. Everything. So if you type in veggie chopper on Amazon, the $40 Cuisinart veggie chopper uh, will pop up. But then about uh, 20 other brands that you've never heard of in your life. 
for uh, for will offer virtually the same veggie chopper for twenty two dollars and nineteen dollars and seventeen dollars and twenty eight dollars, uh, and I'm sure uh, Cuisinart is very appreciative of that. <laughs> All those uh, cheap knockoffs, but by and large, they do the same thing. They're just as good. I guess they just don't have uh, the overhead. Or do they? Do you think they're quality wise? Do they last as long as the known? Tried and true name brands. Good question. But uh, in consumerism America, we like to throw things away, honey. So what does a great long-lasting quality mean? So I bought... Uh, so you bought Emusa. I bought Emusa. <laughs> and one or of the other... I'm USA. We're not sure. I'm USA. America. Uh, I bought that. And then one of the other ones that we went went over was the Dash. Now, uh, do you know the Dash brand? No. Okay, Dash. The Kardashian family? No, no. But that was the cl- name that of their, their clothing, clothing store. store. Oh, my dear. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dash, they do uh, like the, a mini waffle. Um, they're, they're a fairly well-known brand for uh, kitchen appliances. Um, but it looked hecka cute. Oh, is that the one that looked like a little bear? Yeah. Oh. It looked like a... Well, to me, it looked more like a, a Wally or something. Like it had eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a mouth. It was anthropomorphic. <laughs> nice, good pull, honey. <laughs> Let me Google what anthropomorphic <laughs> means. I generally got what you're saying. Uh, so, I'm USA. I'm USA. I was like, I really want the dash, so I canceled the I'm USA. Bought the dash, and I'm USA. I'm USA costs seventeen dollars dash twenty five, so eight dollar difference. Uh, bought the dash, and then I was like, uh, maybe just go with the I'm USA because uh, save eight bucks. And they both have thousands of reviews, four star, five star. I mean, very well reviewed um, products. So, and I wanted to save eight bucks. <laughs> uh, so canceled the dash, and then I bought, I rebought the I'm USA brand. It was, uh, it, was, it was quite the journey, quite the roller coaster that evening, honey. What about the third one you bought? What was it? No, I, it was oh, I'm USA. That was your three purchases. And then Dash, and then back to I'm I USA. See. Yes, I yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't know for a fact, but I think brand doesn't matter. It just needs to be a rice cooker. It's just a cup that you put the rice in, and then they add heat. My guess for a rice cooker, at least, yeah, is that it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think there are some products that does matter, but yeah, I think this one is not one of those. Right, right. Uh, okay, so let's get to the ancient Vietnamese secrets of the rice cooker. Ooh, you got secrets? Oh, I have secrets to tell, honey. This is uh, is better than the secret, which is full of nonsense and inspirational instagram quotes <laughs> no kids because it's dumb is that why honey so dumb okay so i was like okay we got the rice cooker out of the way and i was like okay if, if we're gonna get serious we gotta buy real rice and you asked me what does that mean and i said okay well first of all it comes in a white bag and there's an asian name on it asian brand uh and uh well, essentially, I was saying, get out of here with your Uncle Ben, who's been canceled, by the way. Oh, I didn't know he was canceled. It's just canceled. now, yeah, it's just now Ben's original. 
Oh, I thought it was just Uncle. (laughs) From Peace Cuisine. Uh, But get out of here with your Uncle Ben, uh, your minute rice, your uh, boil in a bag. And shockingly for you, this means no great value. Correct. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) You you want authentic. Um, So we bought something called Botan. Botan. (laughs) B-O-T-A-N. It's in a white bag. Uh, It has an Asian-esque name. Asian-ish name. Um, but it looks the most, uh, what, what I remember um, from Janelle Pentecostas' house and uh, and my mom. Um, we might need to go to 99 Ranch, uh, which is a uh, chain of Asian supermarkets. Uh, you're not aware of them, honey. I think I've been to one with you, though. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know what that name was when I heard it. Yeah, it's, it's a chain of... Uh, Asian uh, supermarkets. There's two in Sac, but there, there's many in the Bay Area, many in Los Angeles. A lot, well, a lot of Asian people know what Ranch 99 is. Um, if uh, if you've been to KP International and Rancho Cordova. That's the one Yeah, I've the been one to. Way too, yeah. Uh, it's very similar. Um, and we could get, I'm sure we could get very authentic rice there, but like an Asian grocery store is very intimidating. Like even I, I, I don't, because I don't know what's going on in there. I don't know a lot of the products. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what's going on, you can just get overwhelmed and uh, like walk walk out with the your your tail between your legs. When you were growing up mm-hmm. in San Diego, yeah. was there a nearby Asian market that your mom liked to go to? We went to one that was by uh, our, our church, but it was small. It was very small. It was like neighbor neighborhood uh shop do you know if there's one currently that she frequents yeah uh she goes to a couple in mira mesa um i went with her to a couple of them um a year or two ago uh but yeah i mean i i, I don't know what's going on but <laughs> she obviously knows she has uh, 60 plus years ask uh, her to give you some lessons yeah a deep dive walkthrough i know yeah that that would be helpful um but yeah, it's it's a very intimidating place and not for the faint of heart. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what's going on, uh, well, I've gone into KP International and I, I'm just like, I, I, I don't, I can't, I, I can't even, I can't even with this. Uh, but because uh, it's, it's quite the scene, but uh, if we, if we know going in specifically, we want a bag of rice, we could uh, ask my mom. Uh, what what brands does she favor? I could uh, I could uh, Facebook message Janelle Pentecostis's mom. No, I don't know. Uh, but uh, that that's a possibility. But there, there's no 99 Ranch close by. Um, so uh, well, well, we'll try the Botan Botan uh, brand. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's got to be a white bag. Um, and we, we got the five pound bag of Botan because we're starting slow. Uh, but uh, you can get a 20 pound bag and it's got to have an Asian brand name on it. And uh, that's written in either red or blue font. Very uh, important. This, this is all very, these are the ancient Vietnamese secrets of the rice cooker. Okay, so... Uh, so here, here's what I remember uh, from my mom. When cooking, you so you uh, most rice cookers, it's just a little switch. 
You, you, you throw some water in there, you throw some rice, and then you press cook. And then it'll automatically flip to warm when it's done. It's very smart. Uh, but uh, when when the cooking, when it's done cooking, you do not dig in. Because it still has to go, there's a lot of steam in there. There's still a lot of moisture in there. So what you do is you let it sit. And you could turn it to warm, or well, it turns to warm automatically. Uh, my mom would unplug it. Uh, because the rice stays warm. It's in a very small uh, space. And uh, even room temperature rice, I, I think, is is enjoyable. Sure. Um, obviously, if uh, if time is of the essence and you need rice ASAP, eat your heart out. Dig your heart. Whatever. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> do what you got to do. Uh, but um, it's still very loose when, right when it's done cooking. And you get... Uh, what I refer to as Panda Express white rice. Uh, it's just, well, it's like uh, boil in a bag, <laughs> microwave in a bag rice. Uh, just not not authentic or not not as fun to eat. Not as a, a good experience to to consume. Uh, so the the moisture has to evaporate, um, and. Uh, uh, see, I'm not sure about the time because I haven't had a rice cooker in 20 years. I haven't been around, around a rice cooker for 20 years. Uh, but like my mom would unplug it and hours later, we would, if you wanted some rice, you would dive in and uh, it would still be, still be good. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, I like if the meat is hot, the protein, whatever, the beef is hot. And then the rice temperature is room temp. Or even a little cool on the cool side. I like that uh, mm, contrast. That does sound good. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a fun time. Uh, and then one um, helpful hint uh, that I got from my mom is that when you reheat rice, because eventually it'll dry out or you throw it in the fridge, it'll, it'll, get, uh, it'll get dry. Uh, when you want to eat the rice, uh, you throw it in the microwave. Wet a paper towel uh, just underwater, just run under the, the faucet, and then put that uh, paper towel on top of the rice. And what will happen is that when it microwaves, it will steam. The moisture from the paper towel will uh, like steam or it'll drip down on the rice or it, it makes it, 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 re it reheats it well. You breathe new life into your rice um my mom has been on the brown rice uh bandwagon for a few years it's okay but I, i'm i'm not a fan um it does have more protein but uh, but i'm a traditionalist white rice white steamed rice so uh cooking it um i couldn't quite remember how to cook it because again, I haven't been around a rice cooker for a couple decades. Uh, but I asked my coworker, Pauli, who is an Asian man, if you didn't guess by his, his name. I said, uh, Pau, you have a rice cooker, right? And he said, I have several rice cookers. And I was like, all right. <laughs> We're getting down to brass tacks here. Let's get down to business. So I asked him. Well, I, I gauged. Uh, I, had, I brought around all my Asian coworkers, Pauli, Meng Kang, and Kem. I, I can't pronounce his last name, so <laughs> uh, so I don't try. 
but there are three Asian men, and I felt like I had gathered like a like a, a Algonquin roundtable of uh, generations of of knowledge. So much wisdom, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Many grandmas, many aunties, many uncles, many grandpas. Just a wealth of knowledge. I was like, uh, I was accessing uh, like the Ten Commandments or something. <laughs> or this was like uh, the UN. The UN of, of rice cookers. Uh, so uh, so here here's all the tips I got. And there's not many. but uh, So, uh, first thing you do... Pour out the rice, the dry rice, obviously, from the 20, 20 pound bag that has uh, the brand name in red or blue written on it. If you were listening earlier, uh, you pour it out. You want to rinse slash wash the rice. And so when you first throw some water in there, it'll be cloudy. And that's like the rice dust. I, there, there's a term that I saw earlier, but I can't remember it. Uh, but the, the water will be very cloudy. So, and it'll take two or three rinsings. So you get some rice, throw some water in there, and you kind of, what am I doing here? You're like whooshing with your hands. Whooshing, I'm whooshing with my hand. Uh, You're just trying to get all the the rice dust, the whiteness, the cloudiness. Um, And then it'll take two or three washings. So soak it or you rinse slash wash it, dump out the water, throw more water in there. Whoosh your hand Continue around a little bit. Whoosh. <laughs> whoosh more. Uh, and it'll take two to three times. And then Kem says you soak it for 30. So after the whooshing, uh, throw some more water in there and then just let it sit. Pour uh, enough water to cover the rice. And then you let it sit for 30 to 60 minutes. Uh, I see a uh, suspicious question. I don't know about that. Are you questioning Nine generations of Asian wisdom of <laughs> what, the rice cooker. What did the other two guys say? Did they agree with this? You know what? They they kind of were like... That seems unnecessary. Well, what, I, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, let's try it. All right. I think... It, well, he, he was talking about fluffy rice. So maybe if you don't want uh, so fluffy rice... What um, do we want? Sticky? Non fluffy. Not fluffy. Flat? We I want mean, flat rice. Fl- we want flat rice. Uh he he lets it soak. Uh okay. And then how you measure, so and then I said, well, what's if you want to cook one cup of rice, do you use one cup of water? Is it one to one? Do you use a little more water? Do you use a little less? Would you put three fourths of a cup of water for one cup of rice? Would you put a cup and a half of water one and then uh pal was like no no no, use the finger technique and i said oh yeah this i remember specifically so what you do is you got after you've uh rinsed slash washed after you soaked you put uh you fill the uh rice cooker thing up with water and then you put your finger down to the rice. So your, your index finger t- is touching the top of the rice. Okay. And then the water goes up to your your little divot. Not yeah. your fingernail, but 
Is it a knuckle? I think it's a knuckle. It's not your big middle knuckle. It's, it's like the first little knuckle. Okay. First above little... your fingernail. Yeah. First uh, little joint. <laughs> and that's how you know. That's the appropriate amount of rice. Rice to water. The amount, the amount of water, correct. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because I remember doing that. It doesn't matter what size your hand is, how long your fingers are. Oh, that's a good question. I, I think it's it's all about... It's, would you say that's like an inch? Mine's an inch. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, you're not going to have a baby stick his finger in there. <laughs> oh, this rice is really dry. We got to stop uh, baby Ted from putting his finger in there. Um, well, uh, and then... I was like, what if it's five cups of rice? What if it's ten cups of rice? And Meng Kang was like, it doesn't matter. That it that use the finger technique up to the, okay. the first uh digit, divot. All right, joint. Meng. We're gonna do it. Knuckle, if you will. Uh Pao says he used filtered water. He uses filtered water. Uh and then Meng Kang said that's not how we do it in the hood. And I was like, what's about to pop off up in here? Filtered water. That's so bougie. <laughs> world star, world star. It's about to be a, a fight. Um, no. Well, but then Pal started going into it. Well, I like filtered water all the time. Like he never uses tap water for anything. Oh. For for uh, boiling pasta. Oh. Yeah. That's unnecessary. I know. <laughs> and then Meng Kang came with, he was like, pal, you know, at restaurants, they just use tap water for uh, all all their cooking. And pal was like, yeah, I know, I know. And I was like, Meng, you, you didn't have to do that to pal. <laughs> his world is crumbling around him now. <laughs> you didn't have to bring up that point. I was like, mm. so then I hugged pal and I said, it'll be okay. It'll be okay, Powie. Uh, there's many different types of rice. There's sushi rice, there's sticky rice, uh, jasmine rice. Uh, most people know that. Um, but we got the botan, botan. Um, I don't know what it is. You don't know? It's it's rice. <laughs> Does it say on the back? Uh, Can we check later? Yeah, I'll check right now. Okay. And uh, oop. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at botan rice on walmart.com. First of all, honey... Describe this bag. Wow. It's white. It's a white bag. Yeah. The font is red. Yes. There's some Chinese characters and a red flower. Yes. I think a lot of these rices do have flowers on the bags, don't they? Yes. That seems very common. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it says on top, US number one, extra fancy boat and rice. Uh, but... There's nothing specific, but I was like uh, Googling and Amazoning and Walmarting uh, via search. You can buy sticky rice. You can buy sushi rice. And also, um, you can cook things differently. Uh, the sticky rice, you cook differently. The sushi rice, you mm. prepare differently. Uh, I believe that's what Kem does uh, with the soaking that you were so skeptical about. Um, Are we going to become rice aficionados? I, I hope so, honey. I mean, I don't know if you've been listening for the past 45 minutes, but I already am a rice aficionado. <laughs> Even though I haven't cooked rice or <laughs> been around a rice cooker for 20 years, as I said. Uh, but uh, So those are the ancient Vietnamese secrets of the rice cooker. I know, this is scintillating stuff, folks. Um, 
But uh, yeah, well, what we're going to do is we're going to cook it next weekend. We're, yeah. we're, first of all, we're going to get uh, some sort of uh, protein from Uncle Peace Cuisine. General chicken or orange chicken. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. And then we're going to bring it home and cook rice on our rice cooker. So our three, exciting. Three cup rice cooker. With all, the, with, all this, well, with all this knowledge I have or with... Uh, nine generations of uh asian sacramento asian men and women that i uh assembled for their uh knowledge um and we're we'll cook it next weekend and we'll and this is the best part honey we'll do a live taste test <laughs> on the pod that's right a taste <laughs> test of white rice it's gonna be oh, it's, it's gonna break the internet is what it's gonna do uh but uh, and uh, just the rice cooker, it brought up so many memories for me, just a part of my life uh, growing up um, and really like uh, it's really about culture, I guess just food in general, about culture and tradition and celebration. So uh, when we brought when we bought this I'm USA $17 rice cooker, so many memories and so many thoughts came into my head Uh and I, I thought it would be a scintillating conversation. And uh, has it been fascinating, honey? Is you you look spellbound, honey? I've learned so much. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, that's what this is all about. Teaching. It's a teachable moment. And uh, I couldn't get the title "Ancient Vietnamese Secrets of the Rice Cooker" uh, out of my head. Uh. So I was like, "Yeah, let's pot about it." <laughs> Alrighty, are we done, honey? Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, review, and rate. Or don't. Do whatever you want. You're a grown-up. Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for NordVPN. We don't have a promo code for NordVPN. Goodbye. I love you. We love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure, I may have called our neighbor a drunk, but I'm still a good person and we're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Oh, boy. And that, oop. Ooh. We got chicken. Is that crispy, juicy, tender?